welcome to the Perky and Man Dadcast. I'm Richard, and this week it's a little bit different. Can you spot why? Yep, that's it. There's no Alex, at least not in the studio. That's because he's out at a place called Dream Toys at a church near Marlebone in London, checking out all the toys for Christmas. So, without further ado, over to you! You are listening to the Perky and Man Dadcast. Good morning. Um, yeah, it's 7.40 and I'm in Marlebone, just come out of Marlebone Station. Uh, now, I live in Surrey, so that's like a long, long way. Before I had kids, setting the alarm for 5.20 in the morning would have been, you know, really painful. But um, I actually had 20 minutes when I was awake with Emily before having to start getting ready because uh, she was up at five o'clock this morning so it's no biggie anyway i'm trying to find this church st mary's church where i'm gonna go and look at uh, the best toys for this christmas so they do a list of the top 12 toys for christmas but as well as those i'm also going to be trying to find some of the big dad friendly toys toys that you wouldn't mind playing with your kids those ones that you can get a bit of enjoyment out of as well those ones that when the kid goes to bed you might still have another little go. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to head in and see what I can find. Talking nappies, talking crap. The Perky and Man Dadcast. So I found it. I'm sitting down having a cup of coffee, having a look at all the paperwork that they give you here. It's, it's quite incredible. Uh, it says 59% of UK toy spend for Christmas was chosen by the giver rather than from children's wish list. And that number in Europe, in France, Germany, Spain, Italy, is only 39%. So in the UK, 59% is chosen by the, uh, the, the grown-ups and the gift givers. On average, see if this kind of tallies with what you do. On average, uh, the toy spend per child up to the age of 11 is £110. Uh, do you spend more or less on your kid? I've just been flicking through some of the toys in the long list, and there's quite a few that have kind of taken my fancy so far. We've been playing Monopoly for years and years and years. This year, for the first time ever, there is a Monopoly Cheaters edition. Borrowing money from the bank, skipping spaces and avoiding rent are welcomed in this edition of the game. But if you get caught by the other players, you might get handcuffed to the board <laughs> until they're released. So that's quite cool. There's the usual. There's usually like one like slightly gross-out toy. And this year, there's one called Don't Step In It, where you have to avoid stepping in a poo. I'm going to have to go and have a look and see... Uh, exactly what you have to do for that one there's also a lot of the usual things so there's always every year there's uh, something from fingerlings there's something from lol surprise there's always like um like a nerf gun like a laser gun thing in the top 12 this year there's a paw patrol one which i think my daughter particularly would be absolutely delighted by there's a poopsie surprise unicorn now i'm gonna have to go and have a look at that i don't know if that's poopsie as in a unicorn that poos i don't know we'll have a look but i'll um yeah, I'll go around and speak to some of the stall holders and, and find out what they're flogging this year. <laughs> so last year, one of the big toys, which I actually had to buy for my niece, was one of the Fingerlings toys, which were little monkeys that would hug around your finger. This year, they've gone a bit more, a bit more scary. What are these, Amy? These are the untamed uh, Fingerlings, and what I'm holding right now is a T-Rex. It's really fierce and ferocious when you get it first. It roars and it, it growls and it's, it's really ferocious. And depending on how you treat it, if you're really rough with it, so you shake it or you tap it hard on the head, it will growl and it will roar and it will be really naughty. It can 
What happens if you hold it upside down? When you hold it upside down, it makes funny noises. It makes really weird roars. She's roaring at me right now because I've shaken it and held it upside down. It doesn't like that very much. So, but what's a really sweet thing about them as well is if you then, after you've made them, they've come out of the cage and they're all untamed, if you treat them nicely and you stroke them instead of tapping them and being rough with them, you tame them and then they'll start to purr and, and coo and they'll be really sweet. So you then unt- you tame them. So they go from ferocious and untamed to tamed. That's pretty cool. Now, Harry, how old are you, Harry? I'm eight. You're eight years old, and you've got two in your hands at the moment. Have you been playing with them so far just today, or have you seen these before? I've seen them. I got them in the mail a few days ago. And how has it been playing with these the last couple of days? Oh, it's been really fun. Yeah, which one's your favourite one? Probably this red T-Rex. The red T-Rex. It's pretty cool. Have you tamed it at all yet? Yes. I'm with Andrew now. I was here last year, the year before, and I keep seeing this LOL Surprise, but none of my kids have got into it yet. What is LOL Surprise? LOL Surprise is a a girls' uh, concept which uh, revolves around the whole unboxing theme. So it's not just a a doll. It's the, the whole process of unboxing the packaging and the packaging forming part of the toy is the core concept of LOL Surprise. The word surprise is very, very important because it's not about just selling a box, ripping it open. The kids get enjoyment, they get play value, they get excitement about trying to figure out what's inside the ball or the pill. So you don't quite know what you're buying. It's kind of like those kind of like Kinder Surprise where you open it and see what you've... Very much so. It's also like pass the parcel. So you've got different layers. So under each layer, you get another clue to what's inside and then another layer, and then another layer, and then on some of them you can get a little compartment with a bag in. So you go through the whole process, and it gives you clues as to what's inside as you go through it. See, I never realised how big it was, because I've been aware of LOL Surprise for the last few years, and I've just seen that it's like the biggest collectible. It is the biggest collectible, yeah. It's amazing. Only aimed at girls as well. Girls are very excited about it. And the thing is, what we have to do is always keep it fresh and new, and excitable for the kids we just can't sit there and, and just do the same old thing yeah so we're evolving as the kids are giving us more ideas as well and that's, that's the main, main point that's really good i see you're also on a stand with poopsie the surprise unicorn is that linked to uh, lol surprise no, the, the link the link surprise is <laughs> right. yeah there are some similarities in the fact that the packaging is not it's not clear what's inside Okay. So you have some clues, but the poopsie packs, the poop packs, <laughs> are like toilet rolls, and you unwrap them, and then inside you have something, you have a, a beaker in the style of a popular brand, and from that you can actually make slime, because poopsie actually, she eats food, and she poops real Amazing. slime. Amazing, I'm, I'm learning more and more, I've got a three-year-old, and I'm realising how much kids are obsessed with slime and poo. Yeah, if it's glittery, slimy, unicorny, and a surprise... It's a winner. That's how they pitched it, isn't it? Yes. Slimy, poopy, glittery. Yeah. And they're like, right, we'll buy thousands. Yeah, kids, kids, are, yeah. kids are very interesting creatures. <laughs> I'm now with Isabella, and she seems to be some sort of wizard, yeah? Yeah. So what have you got here? It's one of the top 12 toys. Yeah, it's a Harry Potter wand. Cool. How does it work? So you have different modes that you can press. And so the top mode, that, it would make give you a certain amount of lights and you would have to do a certain spell. Cool, okay. Show me, show me something. Show me how yeah, you do it. This one, now that it's shown that one, so that would mean I have to do that one. I would do this one, Lokomoto, and if that happens, that means that you've got it wrong. But then, if it makes another sort of sound, like that. Cool, yeah. okay. So you've got to learn what the spells are and when it gives you the instructions, you have to do that spell. 
Yes. Can you do that one? Can you do, give me your best Wingardium Leviosa? Wingardium Leviosa. <laughs> I'm now on a stand with Darcy. How old are you, Darcy? Eight years old. Eight years old, and she's with one of the top 12 toys, the Crazy Slime Toy. So tell me about this disgusting, slimy, dirty, messy toy. So what you do is you have some clear glue and then you have to pour it into your um, little cup. And then what you have to do is you have to um, get some water and then just pour it in and then pour that into your cup. And you need 15 um, millilitres of glue and then you need 25 millilitres of water and then just pour it into your cup. And then you've got all the glitter and all the beads and all sorts of bits and pieces. Colour and glitter and beads. And then you have to add your activator and then mix it all together until it gets thick. And then just wait for a while and then it will get like into slime. That's amazing. And then it's really messy and really sticky and then Dad has to tidy it up afterwards, yeah? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm now with Jackson. He's nine years old. And he's with another one of the top 12 toys. What is that, Jackson? Laser X. That sounds pretty cool. That sounds pretty... Like a game that a dad could play with the kid. Definitely. What do you have to do? So, you've got a thing on your chest. And when you're alive, you're green. And when you're hurt, it goes orange. And then when you're dead, it's red. Cool. And you have a laser beam shooter uh-huh. and you have to shoot it at the other person's thing on their chest that sounds so cool when i was a kid there used to be these places you could go to and do like laser quests but you could never do it at home but now you can just do it in your own back garden that sounds yeah. amazing have you had a chance to play with it today yeah. actually were you playing with it just like around here a few minutes yeah. ago <laughs> and did you win or did you lose it was a tie yeah that's very diplomatic okay <laughs> You're a dad, aren't you, Craig? I'm a dad, yep. A two-and-a-half-year-old daughter. Ah, fantastic. So there's lots of toys around here that I'm sure she would love to play with, but I'm looking for ones that you wouldn't mind playing with as well. And I think you've got a few on this stand here. So I'm looking at, there's the Monopoly Fortnite, there's Monopoly Cheaters Edition. So for people that don't know what Fortnite is, please explain it. Yeah, basically it's a a video game that um, has taken the world by storm. So kids are basically looking to survive. They're planted on an island. They're looking to survive as long as possible, battling against each other. Cool. And so what does the Monopoly do? different or is it very similar to the old very kind of original similar. so it takes a bit of a blend of core monopoly as you would know it but also really leans into the fortnite gameplay so again you move around the board like you would traditionally with properties there but it's really all about being the last one standing to so storm cards which is a main part of fortnite when a storm comes in and hits basically characters are, are taken off the board and you want to be the last person with as many um, health points as possible standing. Oh, nice. So there's a bit of a twist. Now, there's another Monopoly game out this year, yeah. which has also got a massive twist. I like the look of this. Monopoly Cheaters Edition. Tell me about that. So we actually did some research here a couple of years ago in the UK, and we realised that over 50% of people cheat when they play, trying to get the advantage. So we thought, all right, that's the perfect opportunity to put a nice twist on the classic Monopoly. So now within the game, you've actually got cheat cards, whereby if you can complete one of those cheats without anyone knowing within the game, you get bonus for it. Um, But equally, if you get caught, we've actually got handcuffs within the game that you're cuffed to the board. And basically, yeah. That's brilliant. I used to play with my dad when we were younger. 
and he used to go on business trips and come back. If he'd spend the night in a country, he could bring back that monopoly. Yeah, and we'd play it, but he, we didn't understand the languages, and I don't think he did either. So we'd always lose. But and it's, it's amazing how many people are stealing money from the bank, yeah. not paying when someone land, if you land on someone's property. So there's all sorts of different twists there that you can really bring out a, a good, good bit of fun. So you get rewarded for, for cheating, just exactly. like proper capitalism. Hurrah! <laughs> there's always a bit of a gross-out game every year. Whenever we come here, there's always one there in the is. top 12. And this year, it is Don't Step In It. Absolutely. So we've had huge success with Toilet Trouble previously, yeah. which plays on that, that potty humour. And Don't Step In It has been a huge success for us this year as well. So this launched in January, went on shelves in January, and it's all about not stepping in the poop. So basically, you've got a mat, you've got compound, which is, is moulded, and then you're blindfolded. And how can you navigate through the mat, get to the end without stepping in the poop? I mean, it sounds great. My daughter, anything anything to do with poo, just like, yeah, that'll do. And I think that's it. I think kids just absolutely gravitate towards it, absolutely love it. And, uh, and I think parents, strangely, have a, a lot of fun with it as well. Can you tell me finally, Craig, what you might be buying your two-and-a-half-year-old daughter this year? Yeah, absolutely. It's Tricky from Pharrell here, Tricky the fun-loving pup. He's beautiful, soft Pharrell pet. He does a number of different tricks, including flipping the bone from his nose into his mouth. He can shake your hand. And there's over 100 different responses um, that he'll bring to life for you. I'm now with Mario on the stall that I go to every year. It's the Lego stall. I do like Lego. I'm a sucker for Lego. But one of the toys that you've got on Lego this year, which is new and is one of the top 12 toys, is this one, the Lego Harry Potter Hogwarts Great Hall. Tell me about that. Harry Potter has been a big success for us since it came out in August. Uh, this set specifically, the Great Hall, is amazing. I mean, you see it, it's a really decent build with lots of details. You have the Great Hall where, you know, the students come in, you have the sorting hat, you can really play through this. Uh, you have a great selection of minifigures, so you get, obviously, Ron Hermione and Harry Potter. And it's so much fun to build together also. With yeah, there's, there's so many bits that are really, like, bespoke for this. Because, like, you know, when I, when I think of, like, big Lego builds, I think of just you know, pieces that you've got that you can sort of make a, a thing out of. But it seems like most of these bits are designed specifically for the Great Hall, yeah? There are some unique elements in this. Uh, I mean, just look at um, Harry Potter's owl, you know. Uh, you have Hedwig or you have uh, Ron's rat, which is also part of it. The sorting hat is an element which is completely exclusive to this. You know, if you look at the chandelier with the floating candles, that's quite uh, neat. But, you know, the magic about Lego is that most of the elements are actually standard bricks and it's quite funny you know just by how combining the different bricks and you know imagining the play and what it could be you can literally build anything what you want out of it this year we are celebrating the 60th anniversary can you believe it that the brick wow. is already 60 years old okay and a brick from 60 years ago would still be compatible with the bricks from today yeah and that's yeah. what's really making it super timeless and you know then tapping into obviously things that are you know on top of people's minds today helps you know to keep the brand fresh and relevant absolutely thank you so much thank you very much <laughs> i'm now with lisa from mattel and there's a toy in front of me which is one of the top 12 toys and i know it's something that my daughter 
is going to be really into probably in about six months time what is this lisa so this is the barbie ultimate kitchen so it's all about kind of encouraging kids to get creative and cook up some fun with barbie um so it comes with five different colored doughs um and you can use the different kind of molds to make different things so for example different vegetables um you can make chips you can make pie um it's just really interactive and kind of just really encourages that role play that's really cool so you've got like a little press here so you can put the dough inside and make the shapes how do you make the chips how does that work so you put the dough in this kind of fry press here um you can obviously make it any color you want but i would obviously go with yellow to make them (laughs) look like chips um and then you put it in and then you kind of push the mold down um and then the chips come out and then you can serve them up with some nice vegetables or pie I like it. I see the difference between the kids and the grown-ups, like yourself, (laughs) is that you're really specific about which colour the chips would be. Kids, it would just be all like a brown colour because they've mushed them all together. that's fine, you know. It's all down to your imagination and whatever you want to create. If you want to create red chips, then you can create red chips. Um, I'm sorry that... uh, Father Christmas himself has has come. Hello, Santa. Are you going to be bringing this Barbie toy to lots of kids this year? I've had lots of orders from it, yes. So I think this is uh, one top of the list, or near the top of the list, I should say. (laughs) It's fantastic. Thank you so much, Lisa. And thank you, Santa. My pleasure. My pleasure. I'm now with Jason Bradbury from The Gadget Show. Well, I used to be from The Ah, Gadget Show. Ex-Gadget Show. No, it's fine. I I love The Gadget Show. Twelve absolutely incredible years. Um, But um, no, I've been been a YouTuber now for the last year. Oh, right. Which is kind of bonkers. So similar kind of things. So similar for gadgets thing, gadget and... reviews and all the rest of it, not quite as as spectacular as some of the amazing things we used to do on the show. Um, uh, but I do try, and I get my kids involved, um, and we just test out all kinds of tech, including toys. Interestingly enough, of the top twelve toys, the one thing that I'd say is the most gadgety is yeah. this boxer here. I have Boxer's no amazing. idea what boxer is. Tell me about it. Boxer is a an AI. <laughs> Uh, enhanced toy and I mean AI inverted commas but it is it's got some really interesting coding in it so he really does come alive he's got a cheeky little personality enhanced by a bunch of sensors accelerometers proximity sensors you know things like infrared sensors and so on and so forth Um, uh, so that when you move him stroke him touch him put him on his two wheels he'll do a wheelie or he'll start chatting to you or his eyes will follow your finger then he's got a bunch of pre-programmed games uh, ten to be precise, and you can program those by pressing a button and it'll scan a card. And they've got these, wow. got these really cool, sorry Harrison, he's got these really cool little cards that all go with that kind of 1970s sci-fi design. I mean, he's got a lovely dot matrix face, it's a quite an interesting aesthetic. Uh, you can also chuck the games at him, you swipe them on an app if you don't use the cards. Yeah. And a third way of interacting, or a fourth, if you include the fact you can stroke him and touch him and he reacts to that, <laughs> is a little uh, remote control. So there's a number of different ways that a child can kind of get him to do stuff so kind of i suppose almost like different age brackets as well maybe my son's eight although his 11 year old brother also had a lot of fun we're here because we did a, re- a youtube review and spin masters the guys behind boxer really like the review so yeah. so basically um yeah um you know six to 11 i'd say is about about right okay. so harrison you've been playing with boxer what's your favorite bit about boxer do you like the remote control or do you like the cards or do you like to get physical with boxer itself there's one card I liked, it was called the slingshot, and you pull Boxer back and then it goes flying forward and it goes really fast. That sounds cool. I, I want to have a play with this thing. It does seem uh, a lot of fun. Thank you so much, Harrison. Thank you, Jason. It's my absolute pleasure. <laughs> I'm now at the stand with the final of the 12 toys, and this is the one that my daughter, Matilda, would absolutely go crazy for. 
It's the Paw Patrol fire truck. Katie, tell me about this. This is the Paw Patrol ultimate rescue fire truck from the Nick um, Nick Jr. Um, show. Uh, so it, has, it comes with Marshall, the main character. Amazing. Obviously Marshall and his fire truck. It's got an extendable ladder which goes up two feet into the air. So kids can play it with it in two ways. Oh, wow, it does open up an awful lot. And there's a little yeah. cab at the front there. Um, it's got launchers which launch these sort of water um, droplets out. So if you pull this, oh, wow, okay. they launch quite far. <laughs> and there's one at the back as well. There's also lots of lights and sounds. That's what you need. For this kind of toy, it's all lights and sounds. Exactly. There's a hose as well. Does that do... Oh, there's no, there's no launchers on the, uh, no on the hose on the there. No launchers on the hose, but, you know, obviously as a fire truck, it has to have, it, has to have a hose. Um, but, yeah, lots of imaginative play for Paw Patrol fans. It's all about Marshall saving the day. Uh, but, obviously, you can include all the other characters as well um, into, this, into the fire truck. That's brilliant. I'm going to have to buy one of these for my daughter. She's going to go crazy. If she sees a photograph of this and I haven't bought it for her, what's this thing? Oh, I don't wow, understand, yeah, kids. Sorry, another feature. Grab a thing on the side. <laughs> there's an extendable grabber as well, extra ladders. Loads of different places to put the characters. Um, yeah, and save the day with Paw Patrol. I love it. Thank you, Katie. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm here with Peter Jenkinson. He is the toyologist, and he knows everything about toys and about trends and about what's going on. So, what's going on this year? Wow, what an introduction. Uh, so, what's going on this year? They're, so, we're at Dream Toys. They've just unveiled their top 12, their Dream Dozen. Um, and within that, there isn't really an isolated trend that the, the Toy Retailers Association are talking about, but all of the toys are sub £100, which is the first time in quite a while. Really? Um, but trend-wise, you know, carrying on from last year, there's still quite a few slime things knocking about. There's a lot of rainbow uh, action, uh, some unicorn action. So that's still ever popular. But unboxing and uh, collectibles is the biggest news. The sales of that are up it's 16%. Amazing. It's amazing because I LOL, I've, I've been aware of for a couple of years yeah. and I've never really understood what it was. And then reading today that it's the biggest collectible is, uh, is, is crazy. It's incredible. So it's driven MGA who, Entertainment who are behind it from number 12 toy company to standing today uh, fourth biggest toy company by turnover wow uh, and LOL is in kind of its fifth guys within two years so like LOL surprise line number five doesn't look like it's going away anytime soon and what's really nice about it is so it's gone from collectible so you can get yourself involved in under a fiver uh, but it's quite clever because collectibles not just LOLs they reel you in a little bit because you buy the collectibles but for your bigger toy for Christmas there's like the LOL dollhouse or the LOL pop-up shop for yeah, places to store your LOLs is that what the pop-up shop is a, a storage unit kind it's of pretty thing. much all it is but it comes with some extra collectibles that you can only get inside very clever. Toy. very clever so, and it's not you know they, it's not them in isolation but they are definitely leading the trend and then what's this one you, you showed me one a minute ago which was very slimy yeah and it had that sort of snot sucker thing unbelievable you've got to really kind of check out a video online to really understand what it is but we'll try it's a little monster a hand held monster thing yeah. head with a massive nose like a clanger uh, it comes with a little bucket of water based slime you squeeze your monster and it sucks up the slime and then it snots it out again yeah. it's that thing you buy in boots 
the snot sucker that you use to sort of get the bogeys out of your, your baby. That's what it is. A little sucker thing and you get the snot out. So you've already made it worth its 499 RRP value right there, haven't you? <laughs> so it can be used its dual purpose already. You've got to get a snot. So yeah, Slurpee snot suckers. They've got some weird hashtag. It looks quite vile, but it's deeply satisfying. We have one uh, in the office and we use it as uh, kind of a stress ball thing. That's amazing. You said also that um, for people that don't want to have the slime, because I am a bit against the slime. It just the mess of the carpet. It makes... There's another trend which is kind of similar, like these guys here, rainbow corns. Yeah, sequins are, are, are big. They've got to be on every T-shirt. Sequins instead and of the slime. Uh, so, um, yeah, sequins instead of the slime. So that's rainbow corns. I'm, I'm thinking of, uh, there are other toys out there. You mentioned the pooping unicorn that just combine two or three trends within one item. Uh, but rainbow corns is the one where uh, we're nearby. Uh, that's um, uh, a collection of, um, of toys that come kind of in a bigger blind box as it were shaped like a unicorn and inside could be one of a number of characters and then each one has got a sequin belly which you stroke it upwards and it reveals what its favorite thing is Uh, and that heart shaped uh, item on the front uh, you remove it and it becomes part of a collectible hairband or a badge that goes on your t-shirt it's really quite clever quite a nice looking thing too yeah it's really nice um i could speak to you all day peter but i know you need to get on but what I love coming here every year and come to the toy fair is the evolution of toys. So you've got the fingerlings, yeah. and then there were cute little monkeys. This year, they're dinosaurs. And with all the toys, the Monopoly, this year they've gone Cheetah's Edition. And I just love how every year they take what they've got that's successful and then try to just get into another corner of the market, yeah. another little twist. I'm excited to know what's going to be happening next year. You can kind of almost predict what's going to happen next year with some of these toys. I think it's, uh, it's going to be a big toy story year next year yes. so because the, the guys who own the licenses who make those toys always make really brilliant toys remember how big buzz Lightyear was yeah that kind of song that was the sellout toy back in that's late 90s now oh my goodness how old are we getting so you're gonna have woody with slime coming out of him and uh, buzz with sequins watch this space <laughs> thank you very much alex sounds fantastic sounds amazing and it's all starting to hot up for christmas In a couple of weeks' time, normal service will resume with both myself and Alex back in the studio talking, amongst other things, about tights, dad hacks and some developments in the Harry Potter saga. Until then, bye! Subscribe to the Perkin Man Dadcast on iTunes and get more of this sort of informed discussion whenever they get round to recording the next one. Get in contact by emailing dadcastuk at gmail.com by tweeting at dadcastuk or by visiting facebook.com forward slash dadcast UK.